Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the Almost There podcast. If you are new and listening to my podcast for the first time, welcome. I'm so, so glad that you're here. This is so much fun. This is just something I kind of started on a whim. I had been thinking about it for so long. So many people had said, Gabby, you need to start a podcast. You give the best advice. Your voice is so soothing. You know, at this point, I'm just chatting myself up right now, giving myself a little confidence boost. But truly, this has been the most fun thing for me. It's such a hobby of mine to just like talk, edit videos, edit audio. Um, And it's cool because I get to talk about the things going on in my life and then other things that interest me and have some cool guests on. So welcome, welcome. Um, This podcast focuses, focuses, I'm sorry, it's a little bit late. This podcast focuses primarily on this stage of like post-college, pre-making it big, as you will. Now, what does that even mean, making it big? That's the point. It's kind of indicative to whatever you feel like that moment is for you in your life. Maybe it's not a moment. Maybe it's just like your track of life. But the point is, is like young adulthood. Like most of us are in college or young adults, or maybe you're a millennial listening to this podcast. That's my primary age gap is like those three kind of branches. Um, And that kind of making a big thing is something that I think is so wonderful and so daunting at the same time, um, which is kind of what today's episode is about, like your goals, like how do you reach your goals? Like how do you go about creating a life for yourself that's something where you are waking up every day and you're like, I know I'm working hard and I'm fulfilled like with what I'm doing and maybe you're feeling that now or maybe you're going to get to that point or maybe you're working on getting there but I think that whole making it big part of my podcast like for me that kind of means like being a designer like having a family like being able to travel like basically that point in adulthood where it's like okay, I've made it. Like people are looking to me for advice at this point. You know, I am established financially. I have a house. I have a dog. I have a cool car, you know, like the classic things that we all kind of strive for in life. But um, outside of those like materialistic things, it's more like about the heart. Like when I've made it, like that is... And it's even hard to put into words, but like a point where I've gotten in my career to be like, I am so proud of how hard I've worked and how far I've come. And yes, I already feel that way. But like once I have some projects under my belt where I'm like, okay, yeah, this is like, this is it. Like I have a great network of people around me. I have people who love and value design and, you know, want me to be a part of their journey in design or like creating a good community of people around me. Like it is just such a dream of mine to just have such a solid girl gang. And it's hard when you move, you know, and especially becoming an adult, like 
finding people who have similar values to you. I think as a kid and like high school and college, it's so easy to just kind of be friends with a lot of people or, you know, whoever it might be. Um, I have such an eclectic bunch of friends and I have so many friends, which I love, love, love them all. But I think as I'm getting older into adulthood, I'm like learning who to pour my energy into, you know, like who reciprocates back the amount of effort that I give because I am such a giver. And I feel like a lot of times I don't receive the same amount of love or time or care that I give to others. And so that's another thing, like making it big, just like not in just the sense of a career, but like in the sense of friendships and in the sense of like family, like whatever that looks like. Like honestly, there is just such a big pressure for like women to have kids and get married and do the thing. But like the dad is the breadwinner. But honestly, I feel like it's always been a dream of mine to like adopt and be the breadwinner and have just like a dope ass husband as well, like who does something cool that he loves too. So I don't know like what that part of my life holds, but I know that like family is so important to me and like I really value my time with my family now, but just like being able to have a space and have a family where people feel welcome, like to come in and we can host dinner parties, like that's making it big for me or like another making it big moment for me is just like being able to pour into others like I think this podcast is so much fun because I've already had so many people reach out and be like love the advice love the chats like keep it coming but like I really love pouring into people and like hearing about their lives and like offering advice and I feel like I learn something from people like in those moments too and so I think just to be at a place where I feel like I have a good amount of like life experience to inspire others and, you know, give them like gems of wisdom to hold on to. And um, yeah, that might change their life because there have been people who have spoken into my life who have truly helped like me like project onto the path that I'm on now with design or just like how I process the world, like how I view relationships and so on and so forth. So Yes, that is the general kind of premise of today and just like the kind of vibe overall of the podcast of just like, look, we're all navigating life together. We all have some type of goals, whether it's having a family or having a cool job or just, you know, becoming a different type of person, getting rid of your toxic traits or learning a new skill, getting a workout routine, like whatever your next moment is, is like, we're all in this like awkward transition phase together. And maybe you're not in a transition phase. Maybe you're a parent and you're in a lull and you're like, I need to listen to someone a little bit of pep, like with a little bit less life experience than I do to kind of bring that spark back in me. Like, and I know when I posted on my story, like this week asking about like, what are your goals? Do you feel supported in your goals? Like I had a few uh, like full on adults, parents replying like, no, I don't feel supported in my goals. Like, which just broke my heart because I feel like we forget that adults, you know, in their forties and fifties 
have goals too and maybe they weren't able to reach their like young adulthood goal but they still have some for themselves now whether it's related to their family you know or it's related to their work or it's a hobby or whatever it is for them like I think we don't give adults enough credit or enough room to be able to make change and adjustment in their life or to be able to pursue something that they want to do you know like I think as young people there's so much poured into us like this is your time to figure out how you're going to make a difference in the world like how you want to be as a human being like you are on your own for the first time like but as someone in their 40s and 50s like they've already been through this stage and maybe they don't feel like the position that they're in now like affords them the opportunity to have flexibility and creativity to go after whatever their goals are and I just want to break that barrier right now and say like you are valid in having goals and aspirations no matter where you're at if you're 15 at home in high school do you dream of being a fashion designer if you're 20 in college maybe not quite sure what you want to do with your life but maybe you have a dream of opening a store like your goal is still valid even if you don't know what you want to do exactly right now maybe you're 40 or you're 50 and you have a child but you also have a dream of being a stylist like your goal is valid right now like do not let the labels that society has put on us or even you have put on yourself like confine you to a box. So today we're going to talk about how we all approach life, how we like aspire towards goals, how we interpret things, you know, are you an introvert? Are you an extrovert? Like, do you seek advice from people or do you internalize things? You know, we're a bit of both. And just kind of getting into the nitty gritty of like how we all process things internally, but then also like get a perspective into how other people process life too. All right, let's get into it, y'all. So I did a poll on my Instagram stories earlier this week and I got so many responses and so much variation. It was just so interesting to see like how different because I can see the responses and I'm probably going to do some other sessions where like I can't see responses and just do it via a Google form once the pod has picked up a little bit. I think right now, like Instagram is definitely my friend for reaching a large audience. But I just did a little couple of questionnaires just asking you guys, like, how do you approach life? And obviously there was like a quiz option, but I also put a question box in there for this one. And I just wanted to read two completely opposite spectrum responses. Um, from some friends of mine actually who replied and I just thought it was so funny and so perfect to just prove like how different we are one friend said with pure unadulterated chaos I don't even know if I said that word right but basically just chaotic energy just kind of 
going with the flow, seeing what happens, you know, just jumping from one thing into another. Um, And my other friend said she's a go-getter and she takes matters into her own hands. But sometimes she gets discouraged when things don't work out how she planned. And I feel like I am closer to, I mean, way closer to the second one. Um, but definitely still have elements of the chaotic gal in my own way that I approach life. I think for those of you who know me, like obviously I started a podcast, like I started working when I was 16. I graduated from college early. Like I am just someone who is like out there. Like I feel like I oftentimes take the road less traveled in order to like one-up myself or other people in life honestly like I feel like I am just always doing the most whether that's in posting or like the way that I dress or in the way that I design or just the way that I live life like I am just always doing something and I just know what I want and I go after it and I think that my friend who said this is the same way like she is very much like this is how it is This is what I want. I'm not going to stop at anything to get there. But she is a type of person who is very much like, go, go, go. Everything has to be in order. And that was one of the things that she was saying. Like, she gets discouraged when things don't go the way that she planned. So it sounds like, you know, she has this plan for herself, but she doesn't allow like the flow of life or like potentially things that kind of change from what she intended to happen or maybe that's like a difficult thing for her to go along with and I totally get that because I think I was that person maybe four years ago like especially I feel like when I was a senior in high school I was that way and I think throughout college and adulthood I've become more chill but like I really feel like I used to have like just the most rigid perspective on life and I'm not saying that my friend is this way because I know her and I know she's not I'm speaking from my own experience but I think like the way that I used to approach life was like it's my way or the highway like I always was still very kind I wasn't like rude to people in that sense where it's like well my opinion's better than yours but I always was very much like basically like mentally I would say like well my opinion's better than yours and like I would just know like I needed to have all these things in check and if it didn't go that way then things were going to become chaotic and go out of order and I wouldn't have my dream job like if I didn't finish this essay by this time and turn it in with this date and I worked with this person on the project and if I didn't take this specific elective at this specific school then I wasn't going to get into my dream school like I used to be so calculated like that to where it literally destroyed me and I had to take a step back and like look at my friends who are more chill and be like okay they have traits that I want like I could feel in my friendships like more in high school like because of how one goody two shoes but two like just like a planner and like micromanager I was about things like I was a hard friend to be friends with just because I expected everyone to meet my standards. And I think that I still definitely have traits of that in me. I mean, I'm working 
on that in my relationship with Anthony. Like, we literally were having a conversation about this week. Like, me projecting, like, my own personality and expecting him to fit into my box, even though we're polar opposites. Like, I am extremely extroverted, and he is introverted. And I was putting these pressures on him where I was like, you need to be this way for me. And he was like, I don't think you understand. Like, I physically do not operate like that like I don't process the world in the same way that you do and I just realized like oh shit I'm being so selfish here like I one just didn't communicate what I was thinking well but I was like I am trying to control a situation of someone that I love and someone that I am like 110% like this person is for me like his character, his personality, the way that he approaches life is so attractive to me and balances me out so much. And I was looking at that and like being like, hey, we're so different in this one specific aspect. And like, I want you to conform to what I want. And he was like, but that's not how this works. Like, I can't be you. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I still wrestle with that stuff now like I have to like step back and be like okay maybe my design idea isn't the best idea all the time you know and so I'm just like learning like even like when I'm traveling like the girls and I were joking about that like when we were in Texas but I'm like I really do feel like sometimes I have a control problem which is hard but it also stems from me being a go-getter and being so in control of my life But I've really, really tried to work on, and I know a lot of my friends can attest, and family can attest to this, that, like, I have just sought out a lot of advice and, like, looked to other people where I'm like, okay, wow, I feel like you handled that situation really well. Like, if something changes and doesn't go your way, like, you're easy to adapt to the situation. Like, my best friend Emily, honestly, is, like, a great example. Like, she knows what she wants she pursues what she wants but she has time to like rest and think about it but then she also gets advice from other people and is good at taking feedback and her and I were actually facetiming today and I was telling her about that struggle that I was like explaining like with Anthony where I was like I was just honestly so rude and projecting something that's literally doesn't even make any sense and like I was having this like full circle moment where I was telling her like I feel like I've always kind of been that way just kind of like a control freak and was telling her you know I've been trying to work on that and she was saying like she's noticed that I have a lot and she was like and like I just want to say you take feedback like critical feedback from people so well like you are so good at like internalizing things and working on yourself and that's a trait that not a lot of other people like have or can do well like maybe someone will get critical feedback but they'll take it personally and she's like but you don't like you are very good about like just looking at it like a math equation you know like okay like I'm being a you know I need to be c so I need to add a little bit of b into my life and so that's what I've been trying to do so like long long story kind of getting back to the whole purpose of like how do you approach life like I think I tended to be 
more rigid as one of my friends like had shared like that's how she is in her life but then my other friend was like I approach life with a lot of chaos and I think I'm also kind of a really chaotic person in the way of like I'm almost too much of a go-getter like I'm like I'm gonna start a podcast and I'm gonna start like I love fashion like I want to do stuff with fashion I love event planning I want to do event planning like I love interior design like obviously that's my 100% full-time job um I love to cook I want to cook like I want to work out I want to get on a good like routine and get really strong and I'm like there is literally 24 hours in a day and eight of those hours I'm working eight of those hours I'm sleeping and the rest of that time I'm recording my podcast I'm going to the gym I'm resting I'm making dinner you know like whatever my evening ends up filling up with and I was like I am so chaotic and I had to take the last like few months to like slow down a little bit and be like okay focus on the podcast focus on work and then like add in working out and eating well a few times a week you know like cook like a nice long slow meal like once or twice a week and that's it like don't try to do that every single night like Don't try to push yourself and become a gym rat overnight and go to the gym seven days a week and do all these crazy workouts because you're just going to burn out. And like, that's what I was finding. Like, I just found that because I was such a go-getter, like I was so chaotic and my life just became so overwhelmed and I was starting to burn out and I didn't have time for myself anymore. Like, it was so funny because I was doing all these things for myself but also simultaneously, like, for others in a way, like, in the sense of just, like, you see so much online of, like, how we should be doing and how we should be achieving things in life. And, like, there's just this, like, I feel like extreme pressure, like, that we put on ourselves that other people don't even, like, notice. It's like, okay, well, they didn't notice your gym selfie or, like, they didn't notice that you were cooking this or, like, I've even had people tell me like, oh my gosh, I listened to three episodes of your podcast. I didn't even hear the other five of them. I didn't even see the post about it. And it's like, we overanalyze literally every single thing that we post about, that we think about, that we're doing on a day to day. Like we do things for ourselves, but then we also at the same time do a lot of those things for others, you know, like going to the gym. Like, honestly, I am the heaviest I've ever been. Like, I'm definitely a little thicky now. And to other people, they would look at me and be like, absolutely not. Like, you are still so small, which is, like, awesome and flattering. But I also know I've been, like, eating and drinking more than I have before. Like, just really starting to get into loving food. And I got a little belly from it. And I've never had that before. Like, I've always been in, like, tip-top shape. And I feel like when I started my journey of, like okay, I need to kind of lean back on this. Like, it was for myself, but it also was, like, when I post on social media and you can see that I have cellulite on my legs and my stomach's a little bit bigger than usual, like, um, like, the way that I'm presenting myself is for others. And so I started to look at my body, like, not only for me, but, like, for others. Like, I don't want others to look at me in this dress when I go to a wedding in October and think, oh, my gosh, her stomach is bigger like when did she gain weight like I haven't seen her a few months like 
And I feel like those are just honestly the things that go through a lot of like, especially girls' heads. It's like there's just so much comparison out there. And I started realizing that that is not the way to approach health is like to fit into a dress or to make my stomach look better because truly I'm happy with my body. I love my body exactly how it is. I feel sexy. I feel confident. I feel beautiful whether I'm 20, 30 pounds less than I am now or I am the way that I am. Like I love me for me. My friends love me for me. My boyfriend loves me for me. He thinks I'm literally the most hot person alive. And he tells me that all the time. And I'm like, I don't see it sometimes. And other times I feel great. I'm like, I should be walking a runway right now. Like I'm slaying in these leather pants and my boots. I got my cute little crop top. And then other times I'm like, oh my gosh, these jeans don't fit me how they used to. My stomach is bulging, like bulging out of between my crop top and my jeans. You know, like my feet hurt in my shoes. Like, you know, my hair doesn't look good. I have a pimple. Like it, it's just so hard to like look at yourself every day as like the most beautiful creation. But like at the end of the day, that's really what it is. Like we were all created so beautifully, like by a God or whatever you want to call it. I call it God that like loves us and puts so much like intentionality and purpose into our lives, into who we are. And so we deserve to give ourselves the love you know, that other people give to us. And so that's just kind of like where I've been, like loving my body exactly where she is, but also being like, okay, like I want to feel healthy. I want to feel my best. Like when I'm rocking my outfits, I want to feel my best. Like when I'm eating, I don't want to be eating like junk food and I don't really eat a lot of junk food, but like, you know, I do love me a charcuterie board and burrata, which, you know, the cheese stacks on the pounds. I'm telling you, I swear 90% of my belly is from freaking charcuterie, which is so dumb because I love it so much, but it's okay. So yeah, that's like kind of been like a personal thing I've been thinking about because when I look at myself, I don't think, oh, like I wish I looked a different way. I just look at myself and I'm like, okay, I know that this is not the best version of me physically and I know how to reach that goal and I'll get there on my own timeline and I'll enjoy the food that I still enjoy but I'm going to work on having a good balance so that's kind of been like a small goal that I've been working on is like you know trying to slowly allow myself to like get into things you know get into working out get into doing the podcast. I'm not going to set an unrealistic expectation of recording every single week and uploading two times a week, you know, like this isn't my full-time job. Like I have a full-time job and then I come home and I do this and, you know, and so it's like, I still need the brain space to just rest. And I did not used to understand the purpose of resting until life got way too chaotic and I had literally something on my plate every single night after work. I was going to bed at 1, 2 a.m. for my passion projects and seeing friends and trying to stay on top of like eating well and working out. Like it just was unsustainable, even though all the things that I was doing 
weren't necessarily bad, quote unquote. Maybe all those things are goals that everyone has, but I was doing them at a pace that was way too unrealistic for myself and completely unattainable. And so I have to step back and be like, focus on the podcast. Focus on finding yourself. Focus on like being you in a new city. Like focus on trying to meet new people, which is kind of where I see myself in the next month and a half to two months as like putting myself out there to try to make friends as an adult. Like it's really difficult. So those are all kind of some of my goals that I have now. And some of my other goals that I have too, like I said, just eventually owning my own interior design business and eventually like having that business tied with media, whether that's my podcast or it's being published in like news, in the news, like in magazines or on online publications or via social media, like influencers or you know on tv like the that is my like I feel like biggest long-term lifetime goal just to become the most badass interior designer Gabby that I can be and just like show the world like if you put your mind to it you can do it and that goal to me feels attainable and I know in one of the questions that I asked you guys was like do you feel like your goals are attainable right now? And a lot of people said, no, like, I feel like where I'm at in life, it just doesn't seem realistic. Or like, I have a goal and I just don't know how to get there. Or maybe I have a goal and I'm working towards it or, you know, whatever. And I think too many people like discredit where they're at and feel like, okay, well, all these other people are doing this thing, like especially now with just the access that we have on the internet to see everyone doing the thing that you want to do. Like it feels like, you know, everyone to me is the most famous, awesome interior design influencer to interior designer on the planet. But then I really think about it and I'm like, okay, but I don't see people who are actively involved in their community, giving back, producing great like design and like are approachable you know and like that's who I want to be and so it's like I will be me and people will love me and support me and my design you know even if they support another designer like you own multiple different designers in your closet you know the shoes that you wear the clothes that you buy you own food from different grocery stores you know you probably own different purses from different people like Maybe you own different knickknacks in your home from different artists. Like, do you see what I mean? Like, we can still support people. And, like, there are just so many people that exist out there who are doing really great things. And so don't let other people's greatness, like, discredit your own greatness, you know? And I think that that's, like, the thing that so many people do. It's just like, "Mm, well, you know, I have this dream, but this person is better than me, you know? And it just is like ingrained in us, you know, in high school, maybe you don't make a tryout for something or in college, like you're in a debate and you lose a debate or you're in a job and you're assistant, but you're not like the junior designer or the other designer, like whatever, you know, like those are all places that I've literally been before and you have to go through those failures and those hard experiences to get where you want to be. 
But you also have to be willing to like ask for advice and ask for feedback to be like, hey, what can I be doing better? Like, what would you say? Like, where were you when you were my age? Like, like, what would you suggest I do right now? Like, before I started applying for new jobs, like when I lived in LA, like I knew that I was ready for a transition in my life, but I knew that it was going to be a big one. And so I wanted to be sure that I got advice and then I was taking my time to be sure that I found the right firms, found the right people and found the right city for my new transition, my new move. And so I ended up talking to probably four or five different designers themselves, like via email, on the phone, via text, just being like, hey, what would you suggest I do? Are there any skills that you think that I need to learn, like embarking on to, you know, applying for some interior design jobs? And some of them said, okay, you got to learn SketchUp, you got to learn CAD or You know, maybe I'd be willing to hire a junior designer who doesn't have those skills, but they do have experience. Or some of them said, well, you need to get experience working with clients or get experience working commercial and residential like. And the best gem of advice that I got was when you're looking for your next job or your next two jobs, you want to work for people that like you want for people in a company that you could see yourself running So finding employers that have characteristics that you look up to, finding employers with work and with projects that make you excited and make you want to be a part of that. Don't just find a job that looks good. Don't just work for a huge company because you feel like you have to or work for a super small company because that's, you know, the first job offer that you got. Like, Be very particular in who you're looking for, who you're seeking out, how they treat you, and how they value your goals. And I was like, oh my gosh. And shout out to Allison. I actually met Allison. This is the designer who gave me the advice um, when I was doing one of my little Gabby go-getter moments and I was doing sit-down sessions, like sit-down advice sessions with designers just to basically expand my network. And it's not like that was going anywhere. It's not like I, you know, have a following of 50,000 diehard interior design fans. Like at that point, I probably had like a thousand followers and I just really liked interior design. I knew that was what I wanted to do and I figured might as well just see if people would be down to talk to me. And I met Allison. She recently had moved to my hometown. And she was like, I would love to meet with you. And we ended up having a great conversation. And she just was like, gave me the best advice on just, you know, the things to look for, like what to work on as like a designer my age, like how to go the places that I want to go. And then also like, you know, maybe some things to course correct on. And we just developed a really great relationship after that to where I felt like so comfortable just like, you know, calling her up and being like, what would you suggest I do now? And that was honestly some of the best advice ever because I landed at an amazing design firm and they won. My boss, Ariel, flew down to LA to meet me, which was a huge green flag. And we just had dinner. And before that, we had three interviews. And I got to meet another designer on the team. And they were like, what are your goals? Like, how can we support you in this career? And how can we support you in your personal life? And then how can we support you in the office and out of the office? And I was like, 
wow, like these people are passionate about what they do. They're great at what they do. They have an amazing network and they care about me. They care about getting me to the place that I want to be. And so that would be like my kind of advice slash like how I try to approach life now is like taking the moment to pause, like be a go-getter, apply like this job I wasn't qualified for. Like I literally put myself out there, got the like rejection email, like because I didn't have the right degree and the right amount of experience. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to send them an email to the personal inbox. And you know what? I'm just going to shoot them a DM and like put myself out there. And we just jived and they're like, we want to mentor you. And now, you know, only six months later, I have the skills, I have the software programs, I'm leading, you know, like working with contractors and working with the client, like I'm the project owner on like some big projects. And I was like, I'm doing what they wanted me to do. And they gave me the tools and they poured into me to be able to get to that point, to be able to perform accurately, like for the job that they envisioned for me, you know, a year from now. And so it's just been great because I've been supported in that sense and I've also been given room to like make mistakes and learn and it's just been nothing I feel like but positive experiences so don't sell yourself short you know do not look at yourself and say well I don't have the experience or I don't have like the life skills or "Mm, I just don't know if I can even walk into an interview I'm too quiet I don't have enough self-confidence like my fashion isn't very good. Like, who's going to want to follow my fashion page? Like, oh, I would love to be a mom and have kids, but no one, you know, is interesting to me. Or like, you know, maybe I'm not interesting to someone else. Like, do not negative talk yourself because that is the number one, like, worst thing you could do. Like, literally how you get somewhere is by believing in yourself. Like, You have nothing if you don't have belief, faith, and hope in your own personal well-being because you got yourself to where you are today and so you can get yourself to somewhere better and you can keep improving and climbing and doing those milestones. And so if that means for you, you need to stop and pause and just take a few months off of whatever chaos that you're in right now to be like, I need to think about this. And I need to be methodical. Or you're like, I just need to follow my self-compass and like adjust when needed. Or I need to pray and meditate and take time to process. Or I need to jump at those opportunities and put myself out there. Or I need to seek advice and find like that wisdom gem and advice like I said I have done and kind of pursue it from there. And So many of you guys had like different perspectives on like how you approached your life. And I'd say majority of people sought advice and found wisdom gems in that advice. And the other people found like followed their self compass and like course corrected where needed. Um, And then like a portion was they jumped at opportunities and put themselves out there. And the last one was prayer and meditation and taking time to process. And so... It's really interesting because uh, I honestly would say jumping at opportunities and putting yourself out there is kind of in the same ballpark as following your self-compass and adjusting where needed. Because 
if you're really listening to your intuition, like you're going to know what's best for you. And then if it doesn't feel like the right decision, at least you learned from it and you can go on and do something else. And I think like the seeking advice and finding wisdom and prayer or meditation is kind of the same thing. Like prayer and meditation or like taking time to process, journal, like whatever you do to like be in like a more like restful moment to like really think and process is so valuable. But then other people like like me, like my go-to is usually to seek advice from other people. And it's doing the same thing. I'm just processing verbally and maybe you're processing internally. Um, But I think all of these are great. And this is not like, oh, you should go about life one way or you should go about life another way because everyone was created so unique and so different and you just have to do what is the best fit for you. And maybe you answered my questions. I actually got probably like five or six DMs from people who were like, tell me why I do literally every single one of these things. And almost said it in like a negative way. And I'm like, y'all, that's not negative. Like that is positive that you are able to adapt, that you're able to take time for yourself, that you're able to jump at things, that you're able to seek advice, that you're able to adjust. Like that is a great thing. And so just be like proud of yourself, like where you're at, like whether you feel supported in your goals or if you don't feel like you're supported, like know that you are supported by you and you have the ability to do what you want to do. And you just have to be willing to put in the hard work to maybe let people doubt you and prove to them like, no, this is what I meant to do. Whether that means you blow up and you become an influencer or whether that means you're just doing something that you love truly for the pure like enjoyment in your heart. And both of those are great options. And so I just say like, stop looking to other people for validation. And they're like, oh yeah, I think that's a great idea. I don't think that's a great idea. Like maybe you sought out advice and someone told you they thought what you were doing is a bad idea, but you're like, no, I actually really know that this is going to be good. This is going to be good for me. Like then do it. Like do what you know is best for you. And just just freaking do it. Like I sound like Nike over here, but like truly just do it. Like I was talking to my friend and she was like, yeah, I would love to start a fashion page, but I feel like no one's going to follow. I'm like, who cares? It's for you. Like you need to start it. Like prove to people, like, you know, maybe it takes 30, 40, 50 posts to get going that you're sharing on your story. And then people start to gain traction. Like sometimes people don't even notice online that people start stuff just because of algorithms. So like Don't take things personally. Like, if you know you have a gift and people around you have affirmed your gift, like, follow it. One of my other questions was, are you an introvert or an extrovert? And it's crazy because it was literally 50-50, you guys. And I was reading through who responded to what. And 
there is literally no correlation because everyone does everything differently. Like I think I had maybe seven or eight different story responses and everyone who participated had like varying responses across the spectrum. Like maybe they were an introvert, but they sought advice or maybe they're an extrovert or they followed their self compass, you know? And it's just like, oh, like don't, (laughs) don't think, oh, like if I'm introverted and quiet, like there's no way going into this job interview that this extrovert who's a go-getter is going to get the job over me. Like you need to know your abilities and you need to know your strengths. Like they have their strengths and you have your strengths. And so just like start to figure out, like maybe start to journal or start to write it down in your notes or record a voice memo or whatever it is to like establish what your goals are and then establish what your first step is to making a step towards those goals. And I want you to give yourself a short-term goal, you know, a medium-term goal and a long-term goal. And I remember I was in a, like a discipleship thing with this gal uh, maybe a year or two ago, um, Maria Rommel, shout out to you. She was literally the best mentor. But she would have me do these different exercises every week where I'd have to draw like, okay, one side of the circle. You know those diagrams you used to do in school? Like, okay, one side of the circle is, you know, what my life is now. One side of the circle is what, my, what I want my life to be. And then the center is like how it overlaps. Or she would have me like, I remember one time she had me write out, like, I think it was like a one month plan, a one year plan and a five year plan, you know, just for things that I wanted to start working on in my life. And like, I was like, wow, one month plan. Like people don't think about what their goals are this month. They always think about like, my goal is to become this big person, whatever, with all this influence or I want to have a really nice car. I want to go on this vacation or I want to get a promotion at my job. But they don't think about like, okay, like what's your goal right now? Like how can you like manifest and like work towards your big goal? Like maybe your goal is to have a really awesome car in five years. Well, then your one month goal should start to be putting aside $200 a month towards that dream car of yours, whatever it is, you know? And so it's just like, it's the baby steps that add up. Like, it's the way that you treat your body when you're working out and trying to get, you know, more fit. Like, have one less drink. Like, don't get the margarita. Get the club soda and vodka. You know, <laughs> like, there are, like, little tiny, teeny adjustments that we can make in our lives that kind of put us on the track to where we want to go. So try to work on those little things. The next question I asked was, do you feel like the way you've been doing things is providing fruitful results in your life? 75% said yes and 25% said no, which, you know, is hard. Like, it's hard for me to see these people who are responding to my stories who I think are like amazing and doing so well in life. And they're like, you know what? There's not any fruit being like bore, bared. There's no fruit. Hmm. How do I say this the right way? I was in such a deep thought and now my grandma is really struggling. But basically they're like not bearing any fruit from what they're working on right now, you know, or they at least feel like they're not. And it's just hard to read that as someone who cares about the people that follow me. Like, you know, 
a lot of these responses, I don't really know anyone, like, everyone personally. Like, some of them are my friends and some of them are just people that I, like, you know, I know from social media or some people I don't even know. I know that seeing the fruits of your labor is not a short-term thing. I think maybe you're like, well, Gabby, I just went to college for four years and I graduated and I've been applying for jobs for a year and I'm not seeing anything. Like, that was labor for me. Like, I did not want to go to college. Like, I, I'm not saying me, I'm just speaking as a hypothetical person. Like, Gabby, I did not want to go to college. Like, that was a lot of work for me, but I knew that it was going to progress me in life. And now I just have like a normal job and I'm working, you know, at a restaurant and I have a goal to work in sales or to work in business and, you know, the right opportunity just hasn't come up. And so I don't feel like I'm bearing any fruit from my college experience. And it's like, okay, but think about it this way. Your college experience gave you exposure to so many different ways that you could go, you know, after school, like if you want to do business, let's say. And it's allowed you to realize like, okay, there are things that I like and there are things that I didn't like, like in my degree. And in my job now, there are things like customer service that I like, but then the finance side of things I really dislike. So that helps you to narrow down your search or I've been applying for jobs, but this one doesn't seem like the right fit or this one doesn't seem like the right fit. Like you will get there. Do not let a minor blip in the road be a discouragement, but let those blips or let those moments of like uncertainty be a time of you to like process. Think about what you want. Think about the things that you can do in your life that you can change, that you can be more productive or pursuing harder to bear the fruits of your labor like maybe you just need to have an honesty check with yourself and be like you know what I'm being a little bit too lazy I only apply for jobs once a month and I should start applying for five jobs a week like when I was applying for jobs I think I applied to five or ten a week And just to get myself out there, even if it was something I wasn't sure about, I was just like, okay, I got to get myself out there. And then I refined my my search as it, uh, you know, got on like later. I was like, okay, now I know for sure what I want. But I kind of had to go through those like interviews with people and companies where I'm like, okay, yeah, they're really nice people, but this is definitely not a great fit for me. So Just trust the process, but also be willing to put in the extra work in the process to get yourself where you want to go. And that leads me into our next point. Um, My question was, what is one thing you feel like you could do better to have more fruitful results in regards to your life goals? 0% replied seek advice. And it's funny because people do seek advice, but that isn't necessarily an internal thing that they're doing that's going to give them results. It's not like you ask someone like, oh, you know, what business sector do you recommend I go into? And they say this one. And then immediately you turn around and you have a job in that the next day. Like, that's not how it works. The second option was more follow through. That was 50% of you guys replied to that. I eh, like 49. 
Um, 11% of you guys said slow down to process and 40% of you guys said positive self-talk. And that's a theme that I'm seeing through a lot of the responses that I'm getting is like people one, don't follow through and two, they don't have the confidence in themselves to follow through or to even make the first step. And so like really you guys need to write down like I don't know whether that's affirmations for you which I've never really done that like I've never been the one to look in the mirror and be like you are beautiful you are strong you are kind but some people really love that and vibe with that um maybe you just need to start listening to inspirational podcasts I feel like that honestly has been a huge part of like just the way that I view myself as like beautiful and like a go-getter and like a strong woman and knowing what I deserve in life is like through like other people's models you know like seeing like okay if they can do it I can do it and just like also just knowing my capabilities like if I design something I'm like yeah this is great like I'm really proud of myself like you can still be humble and still accept that you're good at something. Like, you don't have to discredit your work and be like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's not my best thing ever. No, like, be proud of yourself. Like, whether that's in your work or in your personality or whatever, you know, like, be proud in who you are. And maybe that is, like, a lifelong journey for you. Like, maybe you've really struggled your whole life with positive self-talk. Like, maybe you didn't grow up in a family environment where you were encouraged to be the best version of yourself or you were put down by your parents, you know, if you got a bad grade on a test or, you know, maybe your parents like don't positive self-talk themselves and maybe they're more timid in the way that they approach life and like maybe have like goals that they just never went after. And so I think that it's like take the time honestly to reflect And I'd say write it down. Like, if you guys are listening to this episode and you're like, I want to know where to start. Like, I think positive self-talk is the first place to start for literally anything. You know, let's say you want to get a new job. Well, you need to write down what the skills are that you have for yourself. Like, as a person, like, I am great chatting with people, like, first impressions, you know. I... I'm really great with eye contact. I hold my body posture very well. Like I have a firm handshake. I, you know, have these great, like I have a great way with words. I'm eloquent. That's the word. As you can tell, I'm not super eloquent because I struggle and stumble over my words, but I'm still getting there. I am confident. I'm beautiful. I have like gorgeous hair. Like I have great style. Like, obviously, this person's going to want to hire me when I walk in and I'm slaying in my all black fit with my slick bun and little, like, two hair strands coming out front. You know, like, positive self talk it up. Like, even if it feels, like, silly and, like, ridiculous, like, write it down. Like, be proud of yourself for who you are and where you're at right now. And then write down what your goals are. Write down your month goal. Write down your year goal. And write down your five-year goals from now. And I'm being serious. Do it, y'all. Like, really do it. And then follow through. Follow through on whatever goal that is for you, whether it's a big goal or a small goal. 
Just take those baby steps to do it. I'm actually in Dave Ramsey Financial Peace and they call their process like they have their baby steps and you just do it at your own pace and like the first baby step is saving a thousand dollars. The second baby step is like paying off all your debt. The third baby step is developing an emergency fund and so on and so forth and obviously those are quite large babies (laughs) like baby steps I say that I'm like wow save a thousand dollars like that's not that easy it doesn't just happen overnight like you have to be willing to put in the work to know that those are going to be the things that are getting you a baby step closer to what your big goal is And finally, I just want to end off by reading a couple of some fun goals that uh, I got and fun and also like sad. Like I think some people just, again, like don't feel supported. And I just want to say that I support you if you ever need someone to talk to or looking for advice. Like I am more than happy to be that person, you know, slide into my DMs. We'll have a little chat. And I just want to uplift you guys. I feel like I have been so uplifted through this podcast. I think when I started out, like, I was super hyped. And then, you know, a few episodes in, I was like, oh, my God, are people even listening to this? And then towards the end of the season, I was getting so much positive feedback where just from, like, random people and then, like, friends and then just, like, little likes coming in on Spotify and iTunes, which... By the way, if you have not liked the podcast, please do. It really means the world to me and like gives me more exposure to share this with other people. But I was just like, oh my gosh, this is nerve wracking. I was excited and then scared and then like, I shouldn't have done this. This is embarrassing. Like, are people listening to like getting real feedback and people being like, we love what you're doing. Keep doing it. And I was like, holy cow, like, that just got me so motivated and also, like, just made me be like, okay, I need to be really intentional. Season two, I need to be intentional. Like, I need to think about the other guests that I want to come, like, have on. I put myself out there and reached out to people that I didn't know to be guests, and they said yes, which is such a big deal. Other people put themselves out there to be on the podcast that I also don't know, and I was like, yes, like, take those leaps like go after your goals you guys even if it means like I'm not signed to Dear Media or any big like podcast company I'm just doing this for fun I'm just doing this for me and if something like fruitful comes out of it then it will but right now the fruitfulness from my podcast is just like having a space where I feel like I can decompress and process my thoughts have safe space for people to feel like they can come on and be a guest and share about their experiences And then also like being able to share advice and like just the awesome things that I hear back from you guys, you know, about the podcast. Like that is the fruit for me right now. Like the fruit isn't me making a bunch of money and being like this huge podcaster. The fruit is like the relationships that are strengthened and like the the people that I'm getting to know like through the podcast, which has been super fun. So maybe you just need a perspective shift on like what like bearing fruit looks like in your life. All right, we're just going to rapid fire here as we wrap up and read off some of these goals. One was to do college at my own pace. Get that girl. 
you can do it. Do not let your parents, do not let your friends, do not let your own like self-weight tell you you have to be a certain way. The last thing you want to do is either like race through or completely halt college like if you don't know what you want. I think just go with the flow, take some classes, figure it out along the way and just know that you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Another one said staying at home, have a creative job, raise stellar humans, be a great wife, get out of my comfort zone. Yes, I love that. Like to all the stay-at-home mom girlies out there, like you are just as capable as a working woman. Like you are working for your family, you're working for your kiddos, like you are working in your life on your passions, like keep up that drive. Like there is something special in you and like your value is so important not only to be a nurturer for others, but to nurture yourself and your own aspirations. Another one was kind of a similar one to that. And I just think it's fun and like I said, like I just want to read these because I want people to be aware like we're not all only young people listening. Like there are some mamas out there who are listening to this. Um, But one was support my husband in his second year of nursing, start and finish my PTA program, get back in shape, raise capable kids and kind kids. And I think that's so awesome. I know this person, they decided to go back to school, um, her and her husband, and they're both like in their like mid, I think mid 40s, maybe late 40s, mid 40s. And they have three kiddos and they're like went back to school. Like how amazing is that where they saw their dreams, they chased after them. They said, I'm not going to let anything hold me back. We're going to do what we want and we're going to build the life for our family that we want because the life that we're living now is great, but we know that it can be better for us and for our kids. And I just, I look up to that so much. So good for you. Keep working at those goals. Um, Next one was moving up in my job, traveling, getting married, mainly traveling everywhere. Honestly, that's exactly me. (laughs) Um, Okay, last one that I'll share is so fun. It was a new goal of illustrating children's books, which literally that is so wholesome. I had another friend a few years ago who I remember she had that as a dream. And I just think that that's so sweet, like that you can use your artistic talents to, you know, pour into some kids. Like they need that, like their brains are developing and like for you to be able to have that little magical touch and like, you know, your book is going to be someone's favorite book one day. Like start drawing now, like give your cousins, your cousins, kids, kids that you babysit, whoever it might be, like give them your own book, like write a little book, like illustrate that book and just like start your pipe dream. So yeah, that is everything for today's episode. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you feel a little bit inspired, a little bit more motivated and just know that there are other people in similar situations to you. Your goals are valid You are strong, you're beautiful, you're handsome, you're courageous. You guys can do whatever you set your mind to. So just take the first step, take that leap, start it, set your one month goal, set your one year goal, set your five year goal. All right, I'll see you guys on next week's episode. We're almost there. Bye.